0: listening to the Embrace the Mud podcast, where we discuss all things related to healthy, joyful, and life-giving relationships. Why focus on relationships? Because the quality of our intimate partnerships and close connections influences our health, happiness, and longevity more than anything else in our lives. Relationships matter a lot, so together, let's jump into the mud, aka our messy relationships, pull some weeds, plant some seeds, And create an enriching environment where strong relationships can take root. I am your grateful host, Dara Posner. I am a relational disaster working toward relational mastery. I am also a positive psychology coach, a relational mindset coach, a blogger, and now a podcaster. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Embrace the Mud podcast, where we discuss all things related to healthy, joyful, life-giving relationships. If you are a fan of this podcast, please subscribe, follow, like, review, and share. Your engagement in this way is crucial to the success of the podcast, and I appreciate you taking just a few seconds to support my mission, which is to help people like you flourish in life and love. Today on the Embrace the Mud podcast, we are in the midst of our series, Essential Relationship Skills, and we're talking about the things that we need to be able to do adequately in order to maximize the potential for connection and intimacy in our most cherished relationships. Today, we're talking about the skill of listening. Listening is the ability to focus on and maintain attention to what another person is communicating with the goal of accurately understanding them. What does it actually look like to be a skilled listener? Why is this important in relationships? That is what we're unpacking today, so let's dive in. Just like with self-awareness, which I talked about just two episodes ago, People really believe themselves to be great listeners. most people would say, "Yeah, I'm a good listener, right?" But the reality is most people really are not very good listeners. In fact, most people are pretty bad at listening because there are some really common habits that go along with being in a conversation, whether that's just a you know casual conversation or a conversation um that's you know serious or uncomfortable and certainly in conflict people are not really showing up and listening very well at all. Very often what we're doing when another person is speaking is we are... Doing several things we 're judging what they 're saying, we are drawing conclusions about what they actually mean we 're reading between the lines of what they 're saying, and we 're formulating in our own heads our responses while they 're speaking, so that means that we can 't really be giving them their our undivided attention because our attention is divided between trying to hear what they 're saying, trying to interpret what they 're saying, and then responding to what they 're saying and there 's just a lot going on in our heads. And we are missing a lot and we're not really offering the sense to the speaker that we are truly listening to what they say. And the result of that is something that I hear time and time again as a relational mindset and behavior coach, and that is, I don't feel heard in my relationship. I don't feel seen in my relationship. And it's very, very painful to be in that position because as human beings, wanting to feel heard, wanting to feel seen, wanting to feel understood, and wanting to have the experience and sense that our partners and the other people that we're close to in our lives want to understand us, want to know us deeply. And therefore, because we all have this shared desire of wanting to feel heard and seen and wanting to be known... It's such a great idea to make becoming a good listener a deliberate goal. Even if you think you're already a good listener, I promise you, you can probably be an even better listener. So we talked about what bad listening, if you can call it, that looks like, you know, just being distracted and sometimes we're completely distracted, right? Someone is speaking to us and we're on our phone scrolling or checking our email while they're talking, like that's maybe like an extreme form of, you know, not really listening tuning someone out completely I guess would be the more extreme form is you know they're talking but we're we're you know completely uninterested in what it is that they have to say fully distracted or just fully checked out and and deliberately not listening you know and then a a moderate uh example would be the you know listening but watching the tv at the same time reading the newspaper scrolling the phone maybe just you know looking up every now and again um but not really giving undivided attention you see where i'm going here i hope you've already picked up on the fact that good listening requires total attention but we'll get there and let's see any other examples of just not great listening uh habits would be when someone's speaking um you know I'm sure we've all been in that situation where someone's telling us something about their experience and we say oh yeah you know what me too that actually just happened to me uh, last week you know I was in that exact same store and that exact same employee said that same thing to me and you know we, we shift the focus onto ourselves or a person's talking and we talk over them we don't let them finish their sentences we've try to finish their sentences for them or we're already responding before they're done and they're like hey I didn't even finish well I knew what you I knew where you were going with that I knew what you were going to say that really drives me crazy I have to tell you when somebody you know just makes the assumption that they know what I'm about to say and they're just in such a hurry to respond and either rebut or reply or whatever it is that they're trying to do all of these are examples of just not good listening, you know, and and experiences that if we're showing up in that way, we're going to leave the other person feeling defeated and unheard and ununderstood and fundamentally uncared for, and that's the opposite of the experience we want to create in any of our relationships, but especially with our romantic partners. So We have talked about (laughs) bad listening, what it looks like, the value of good listening, offering what our partners desire more than anything else, which is to feel heard and seen and understood, which makes them feel cared for and loved. And so we want to be really good at it. What does that look like? What does it mean to be a really good listener? So there are three levels to being a good listener one is you know basically just a baseline of emotional maturity that's the first one we kind of can't be a good listener if we don't have a baseline of at least moderate to high emotional maturity because we have to be able to have uncomfortable conversations and hear things that are hard or unpleasant to hear without having like knee jerk reactions that send us into defensiveness or stonewalling if we're, you know, really made to feel uncomfortable. We also need to be able to get above needing to be right or being in agreement. Sometimes when we have a lower level of emotional maturity, we have a low tolerance for people disagreeing with us or having a, an opposing opinion to us. And you know, our ego can get in the way and want to be right, you know, if somebody has a different opinion or a different perspective or perception of of a shared experience. So we have to instead be able to make room for other perspectives and opinions, even ones we dislike, even ones that make us uncomfortable or just are unpleasant to sit with. So in order to listen well, emotional maturity, is an essential baseline. The second thing, the second level of good listening is that we need to have an intention of understanding. That needs to be a clear intended goal. I'm listening so that I can understand where this other person is coming from. And again, I don't need to agree with where they're coming from. I don't need to see eye to eye with them. I don't even have to like it. I just have to understand it. So that needs to be the goal when someone else is speaking. Our concern and primary objective is just to get it, to understand, to see where they're coming from. And the third level is that we need to be able to communicate presence and attention with our body and our voice. I think so often we underestimate how strong of an impact our body language makes when we're in a conversation, especially with a romantic partner, because we're just so sensitive to each other, right? We're paying attention to everything. We're looking at um, facial expressions and, you know, body posture, you know, what direction our body's facing. Even having like crossed arms can signal kind of like a closed offness, right? So we need to be able to communicate that we're present and attentive and open to what is being shared with us, by just being mindful about what is our body communicating, what is our face communicating? Are we making eye contact? Are we looking the person in the eye and offering that ex- that respect that says you matter, what you have to say matters? Um, are we turned toward them rather than away? And can we send cues with our voice that you know isn't interrupting or, or talking, but just kind of like, oh, okay, yeah. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm yeah, mm, mm -hmm. you know, just making these sounds that say, I'm here, I'm with you, I'm present, I'm listening. And then, you know, every now and again, interjecting with a clarifying question that is, you know, keeping them on track and on topic and, you know, directing the conversation as they're sharing, but just, you know, so do you mean this? Okay, you mean that. Okay, great. Please continue. You know, things like that to show we're really, really listening and care about understanding. And then finally, being able to summarize what we're hearing in order to confirm that we're accurately interpreting what's being said. So that, you know, a good time for that might be after they've sort of gotten everything out, you know, you might say, is there anything else? That's a really powerful question to ask when you're listening is, is there anything else? Is there anything else? Okay. Anything more? Let them really fully express that feels so good in relationship. I mean, right now I just feel like soothed just imagining that scenario of somebody really drawing me out and wanting to hear it all, creating space for that, welcoming everything. And then when they say, yeah, you know, that's it. That's everything I, I wanted to say saying, okay, so if I'm understanding you correctly, what you're saying is, and then being able to, you know, in your own words, summarize and recapture what they said and give them the opportunity to say, yeah, you got it mostly right, but then, you know, this right here, it's really this, okay, and then summarizing again until at the very end, that person, you know, is able to say, you got it, yeah, that's exactly it. That's what great listening looks like, having the emotional maturity to, Hear whatever needs to be said to be able to, you know, deal with the discomfort that might come with that, or just you know the difficulty of having conversations about tough topics or being on different pages than someone, um, and you know just really making room for difference and you know uh, other perspectives, other opinions. Second level. Having the intent to understand, like I'm listening so that I can get you and nothing else, not to respond, not to share what I think, but just to understand, and lastly, to really be able to communicate total presence and total attention and know all the key ways, you know large and small, with your body and your voice and, and your energy too, that you can that you can do that. so if you can keep those three things in mind. And approach your conversations with them in mind and and really, really saying, okay, I'm going to practice excellent listening here. I promise you, it's transformative in your relationships. It's so important because, again, we all just want, at the end of the day, to feel known, heard, and seen by the people we love the most and to know that they care to do that for us. And I can't tell you as a relational mindset coach how often I hear the opposite. People saying, I just don't feel heard at all. And, you know, it starts with us. So if you're in a relationship with someone who feels just a terrible listener or just not a really great listener and you often feel either unheard or not completely heard or understood, focus on your own listening capability and really strengthening your ability to listen extremely well and offer that experience to your partner and it might take multiple times you know where you're the one really doing that and what i've seen and experienced personally is that that then influences how they start to listen and show up. Or it opens the door. You know, if they're feeling really seen and heard and understood, confirming that with them, hey, I've really been making an effort here to hear you and and to really understand where you're coming from. Are you feeling that? Are you experiencing that? Yeah, it's been wonderful. Thank you. Great. You know, I'd really like that if we could do it for each other. It It would be really, really great. Like, do you think that that's something we could try to practice mutually? And invite them into that um, at a time where they are on the receiving end of it and really appreciating what that's like. So, I hope that that's helpful. That's all I have for you today. Listening is just so important, um, maybe the most important, if, if no other skills other than our foundational skills. Because, again, it's hard to do that if you don't have emotional regulation under control and self awareness. Because, how can you know that you're not a good listener if you're not a self aware person, right? So, are these other skills this one is really just a biggie. So I invite everyone to commit to becoming the best possible listener that you can be and uh, starting there and see where that takes you. I will be back again tomorrow with another essential relationship skill. And in the meantime, please remember, you are wired for love and connection. You are capable of love and connection. You are worthy of love and connection.